Hello, it's Tammy and Matt. And you're listening to the Bed Talks Podcast. So today's episode is titled 19, 19 Married and Not Pregnant. Not pregnant. Not pregnant, no. So today we're going to be looking at basically what it's like, the stigma is attached to being high school sweethearts. So we fell in love when we were 14 or we started going out when we were 14 and there's been a lot of stigmas attached to that and what it's like to live with that and in the pursuing years how that's kind of affect our relationship and impact our relationship. Yeah and if you want to hear about our story we do tell our story in the pilot episode about us tell our story. so feel free to go over there if you want to listen never ending never story ah, story <laughs> okay okay questions i think we'll need to you know oh yeah we're trying to get into break like... into this ice <laughs> There's not no that, ice. There's no I mean, ice. Our house is bed. pretty cold, but our house is. And we're not under cold. the covers, are we? We're like on top, yeah. so we can still like record about all wrestling stuff. Exactly. But, um. So we thought each kind of episode we're gonna try and start off with some questions, um, just to kind of, yeah, as kind of break the ice, as you said. Yes, but since and we don't really have any listeners yet, and you haven't had a chance to submit your questions to us, yeah, we've just found some on the internet. But ideally, because why not? Ideally, long term, we get some questions coming in. Ideally, and we can. And we'd love for you to contact them and interact us. with you guys. Yeah, because we'd love to to know more about uh, what your questions are for us. If you find us interesting at all, <laughs> well, hopefully you do. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. So, dawn or dusk? Dawn. Dawn. No dusk. I'm mm. dawn for sure. I don't know. Both. Can I have both? Uh, no, the question is dawn or dusk. You can't have both. It's a decision <gasps> you've got to make. This is, she struggled, well, <laughs> you know. <laughs> you see in, what I have to put up with. Indecision <laughs> already. This it's dawn because dawn brings new light and it's like you've had the darkness throughout the night and you get this new beautiful sun. Oh, great. Which so comes you're up like in the morning. shoving your thoughts yeah, into I my am. throat. Yeah, it's dawn. <laughs> Why is it dusk for you? I, well, I like sunsets. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Sunsets are beautiful. But right. now you make me feel like I'm wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> You're not wrong. I think it's great. What's Why, your favourite you. season then? I like um, autumn and spring <laughs> and winter <laughs> and summer. <laughs> You're going to say all of them. <laughs> Actually, oh, no. I love the colours of um, autumn. Yeah, that's fair. That's like my favourite ones. Like, I love summer. But, you know, sometimes it just gets really dry and drab. But I feel like autumn has lots of earth offer in terms yeah, of, like... Yeah, I'm with you there on autumn. Crisp, weird, like, crisp air. And, like, say, air. like, October, and where we live in Scotland, like, that's literally it's the best so time of year. Because you always get, leaves. like, a week yeah. where it's beautiful. Oh, man. It's just about kind of killing off all the midges. So, it's, you know, it's oh, nice to word, go out climbing over. Yes. So, October is, like... And then all, yeah, as you say, you get those crisp mornings and it's just... It's amazing. I do like autumns, especially in the Highlands. Don't know if we've mentioned, we're in the Highlands of Scotland. It's pretty cool. If you haven't been here, I suggest you come. Here's a standard question that we've asked every day of lockdown. Yeah. And we usually ask it as we get out of bed. What's for dinner? (laughs) (laughs) 
And so on to a deeper question. This is one of those questions that people are like, you get asked quite a lot when you decide you're getting married. Why settle for just one person? Yeah, that's an interesting question, isn't it? Why settle for one person? It's like when I kind of, you Mm. say you're getting married, people are like, but then you can only have sex with one person. person. Why would you do that? Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) But the reason is like, you can't, you, I can't choose who I fell in love with, you know? It wasn't a choice, it kind of just happened. Mm-hmm. And things progressed and things happened and, like, we're, we're seriously in love with each other. And actually, I think when you're deeply in love with someone, you get to a point where you're not even, you don't even need to think about other people and what you're kind of, again, quotation marks, missing out on in terms of, like, you know grass is green on the other side but actually you're con- you're happy and you're content and you're so happy with who you have to spend the rest of your life with because you're in love mm. that's what i'd say and this is obviously from our personal experience and we are not hating on those who have different experiences to us no completely but i not. think we found love when we we're 14 yeah though. it's like for us it was uh you know we weren't really settling that i kind of thought of uh, what Johnny Depp said that if Johnny Depp yeah Johnny Captain Depp said Jack it apparently Spire. Captain Jack Sparrow oh, yeah. he what was he, like what did he say if you had to choose between two loves go for the second one because <laughs> you didn't love the first one in the first place if you had fallen in love with uh, the second one so for us for me yeah personally I was like well yeah if I had to choose then I didn't think I loved the first one in the first place and Matthew was definitely, definitely my first real love. And hopefully So you're basically saying I need to look out for the second who comes again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that's a fair point. That is a fair point. Yeah. All right, so we actually yeah. get into the, the topic of today. Yeah, so the nitty gritty topics. 19 married and not pregnant. So what are the stigmas? <laughs> I love that. 19 married. What are the stigmas pregnant. that surrounds people who like start, us, young couples? Who start going out dating yeah. when they're really young. The questions that are kind of surrounding that. Yeah, so the stuff that we've heard this about it. This is what we were like bombarded with. Yeah, it. bombarded like with this um, PDA, 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 PDA. You know what? It's actually true. PDA, <laughs> we were so, like, we didn't care. <laughs> As you mentioned in our story, we're like, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry. We were just snogging and snogging. Who we did not give a crap at, about at what you school, thought about us. Yeah, we just, were. We like to kiss. And not even, yeah, tongues involved and everything. So yeah, over dramatic is another things, one. It's like over dramatic. They're gonna be that your your relationship's gonna crash and burn. Mm-hmm. It's not love if it's at fifteen. Yeah, it's, not, it's just puppy love, isn't it? It's puppy love. We catch and hearing that stuff, you know. <clears throat> so. So it was true, <laughs> it though. Yeah. <laughs> all of those stuff is true. Well, not all of it. So overdramatic, yes. We were definitely overdramatic in everything. We were like, the whole world's against us. We yeah, can't it's like do us it. against the world. Like, we oh my have gosh. to break <laughs> through. Like, oh, yeah. And then She's basically. She's like leaving me. Oh my God. I'm going to cry. <laughs> and then the whole crash and burn thing, that also pretty much did happen. We were like, we had crashed. I don't know if we had burned. Well, here's, we were here's like the thing. Saying, I think, but... I think the overdramatic and crash and burn stuff, that's labelled on it. And actually, I think that is very much true in our relationship because when we start going out at fourteen, we're very young. At that age, you're going through what kind of your adolescence and the 
you're feeling new hormones and you're pretty horny. Um, so um, our relationship yeah. wasn't, let's just say our relationship, although we were really attra- attracted to each other, that was the first thing that drew us together. It wasn't built on the, the strongest foundations. Mm. So you're, there's so much passion there and, and desire towards each other. But actually, the getting to know each other as best friends is still taking time and taking lots of time. Yeah. So yeah. it's almost like because of that, it's so dramatic because there's just this like unbelievable passion yeah. involved. And, like, and because, so much passion we're, because desires, we were you know? adolescent, you know, in adolescence, the <laughs> time of, of selfishness, so much it really is. Uh, so much jealousy. Yeah, so it, it is very selfish in that we just thought of ourselves and oh my gosh did you just couple, talk to a boy yeah or like Why? did that you know yeah jealousy like you didn't want to <laughs> yeah. share that person yeah. with another person just to be friends it almost oh, became like this you have to be exclusive s- exclusive <laughs> and yeah. no one else can look to you so that in a way very over dramatic and then it builds and builds and builds all this passion desire builds yeah and actually our relationship i think most relationships go to a a make or break kind of thing yeah and ours which which is the crash and burn which is yeah. when we were like 18 when this happened well, you know what they say about the, a fire that sparks too quickly burns out just as quickly yeah so it was like this foundation yeah. was being built up but not on the strongest <clears throat> foundation until we actually got to know each other as friends and that takes longer than the passion <laughs> yeah and that and we had gotten to know each other we were chatting a lot yeah but it wasn't because we weren't like we were talking to each other as um you know in the best friend kind of way we wanted to be together it was different you know it was constant flirting it wasn't <laughs> so much about actually almost yeah caring about what they we actually did, we also had like immature we had like immature conversations which were kind of like well they weren't immature they were actually kind of cute but like the ones we were like oh imagine if we're still together in 20 years and we've got our kids what would you name your kids yeah and, like, and so, the, i remember we had this little drawing that i had because we, we went long distance if there's no story like yeah. we had to go long distance and tam was creative she used to make like I drawings and stuff and so she painted me some, some stuff, stuff and that's that depicted cute, our it? future yeah as, as a married couple with our so we had, van we had, and we had, like we did four have, kids. We had visions of this, but <laughs> so we were, yeah. it still got to the point where it almost burnt. Like yeah. it crashed. There was oil everywhere and there was about to be a match, eh? Yeah. There was about to be a match. Yeah, yeah. And then there was some like crazy divine intervention, which mm. brought us to where we are now <laughs> in a very different, <laughs> not crash and burn situation. Yeah. Uh, you know, and then we had to now. ask ourselves uh, during the time when we were like burning so much for each other or then that flame kind of just went there wasn't an std it kind of fizzled out <laughs> you've had to bring that up Sorry. <laughs> and then so that fizzled out and then you have to ask yourself why are you still together are we still together because we actually want to be together or is it because we are just comfortable in the fact that we have each other and we've been together for a while so it was through that growing up because you know 14 is hardly an adult obviously where we were learning so much but we both thought we could take on the whole world it was that insane it was that powerful for us when that that last stigma which is kind of that we felt like we were told is that it can't be real love you're like 14 you're 15 it can't be love i think what i'd say on that is like it 
as I'd mentioned, it was built on the Not Strongest Foundation. So the initial love, so to speak, was like the attraction to each other. So that whole saying, love at first sight, well, actually, we looked at each other and we're like, damn, I like <laughs> that. Damn. Yeah. And that's what drew us together to start conversations and to start a relationship. So initially, there was that kind of attraction. But as I say, I think love is a thing that needs to be built over time and getting to know each other as a friend. It's not just the passion and the desires there. There's, there's more to it. Mm. So I think, can you, be a, can you be in love at 15? Yes, in terms of like, yes. you've seen yes. each other, you're like, this is cool. But actually, to, it does take time for that love to grow. Mm-hmm. Do you get me? Yeah. So initially, like, that? that love is falling in love in the most basic and simplest sense. You just wanted to be with that someone because of how they make you feel. Yeah. You didn't care awesome. about anything future-wise or about your own, you know, uh, situational And you forget about stuff. the people around you. Forget you forget well, everyone. You? Yeah, you forget like, everyone around you. We didn't, res- like, we didn't have much we time for our family distan- or our friends. Yeah, we distanced ourselves so. from our friends and sorry, we distanced ourselves from our families. Yeah, we are genuinely sorry. But um, we were just obsessed. But we other. were just obsessed. And we were... <laughs> and sucking face. Yeah. And... Cool. Um, so yeah. So that's kind of what we thought, like in terms of that, yeah, being being together at a young age, that's just, that's the things that we went through. And then we got to 18 and uh, I dropped the knee. We got engaged. <laughs> well, that quite... was before, you know, that was during the time we nearly crashed and burnt. Yeah, the and response then... to crashing and almost burning was yeah, let's get engaged. Let's get engaged, Bit which crazy. you think is crazy. <laughs> so I'm going to think, um, I'm going to let Matt, well, the co- like when we so t- t- the decision on getting engaged and getting married, I yeah, I just had a sense that it just needed like I wanted to be with Tam for the rest of my life. I knew that I was secure, so I kind of it was one day again. We we mentioned I was in the west coast of Scotland, so there's not a very good signal, like terrible signal, and I've obviously I've decided I've I've got a ring. Um, I've chatted to my parents. They've they've kind of said there's a heirloom that I can have as a ring, which is like so beautiful. This is hundred year old engagement yeah. ring. And then I've um, I've decided I'm going to call up Tam's dad. I I know what you're thinking. I should have definitely gone down and met up and asked him. But in the time frame, and the place we're in, it's like a twelve hour drive. A drive down. Mm. Um, very like we're both very busy, and it just wouldn't have. Yeah, it wouldn't have really worked. As an 18-year-old, I didn't see that as a priority. Maybe if I'd done it again now and engaged you again now, I'd be like, I need to go face-to-face, take him out for a meal. But yeah, so I called him up, bad signal. Um, he probably couldn't hear what I was saying. <laughs> and like, he's, mm. you know, he's got he great, he's got got great English, yeah, but he probably got the gist. Got the I'm gist, saying, yeah. I want to marry your daughter. <laughs> and the kind of response was, are you sure? Are you, are you sure? sure? Are you sure? And it's just like a very much... You're 18. You, you can, can't be you can, sure. Your mind cannot be made up on something such such an important decision that you can't be sure. You can't be sure. Um, so but he did say he did say yes. <laughs> I think the signal was bad. <laughs> so uh, a month later, yeah, we got engaged. She said yes. I said yes. And then the next thing that you when when you tell people you're engaged, they're like, "You guys are really young." Are you pregnant? <laughs> are you preggers? Tam. Are you pregnant? You must be pregnant. And I'm there like, pregnant. unfortunately not. 
though <laughs> I would be really happy if even if I, if I was you know and that's really none of your business but at the time we were thinking uh, obviously we were 18 we didn't want to start a family just yet um but that was genuinely our reason is because we we loved each other and we wanted that's to it, to keep it? going but people had made assumptions about us <coughs> And that's that the classic. Our relationship was obviously based on something like a responsibility of a baby, yeah. other than actually well, you like know, wanting to be married. Yeah, you're 18. You're just, the only reason to get married at 18 is because she must be pregnant. You need to commit to each other. That's but that wasn't it. You know, it was about the feelings there and the love. And then the next thing we always hear, why why are you in such a rush? Why are you in a hurry? It's fine. You, you can get engaged. It's not a race. Like you can get engaged. That's the next step in your relationship. And then just wait and get married when you're like 25 yeah. or something. So you know, basically, if you're sure, uh, we were, we were talked like, into a long, long engagement, engagement. Go for a long engagement. Say, That's yeah, the you can be go. engaged now. That's totally yeah. fine. But don't get married until you're, yeah. you've got the money, you've got the house, you've got all the stuff prepared and, you know, all the boxes ticked. But that wasn't in our, like in our minds, the money shouldn't, the money shouldn't have been a block as to getting married. Mm. Like, why should money stop us from getting married? Mm. It's such, that's such a, a such a shame you know because what like what do you say marriage means to you marriage is a commitment to us to each other to you yeah and to my faith and what i believe marriage means a relationship with you and with god as well it's like you know in the vows you're saying for better and for worse i'm gonna commit to that person for my life you know even in the good times even in the bad times I want to love that person and, and I want to show that commitment yeah. to God, to God as well, you know, mm-hmm. and turn it. Yeah. And show that commitment to our friends and our family that that's what we want to do. And we do, we see marriage as a thing that is for life mm. as a, as our vows insist. Mm. And we realize that, you know, there's going to be chances along the way and things do happen, but we want to try and keep true to that yeah. so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, as a as a child, I had not really imagined a big ass wedding or a princess type of thing. I didn't know. I just was. I honestly, genuinely, didn't even think of that. I wasn't even dreaming of being married in a way that was like grand. And oh, that's cool. You know, and to me, luckily, was, she didn't get a. <laughs> you didn't get your prince charming you didn't come in like a horse or anything <laughs> we just had no money so it's like <laughs> we had no money but we you know we wanted to prove to everyone that this was uh us committing ourselves to each other with no baby just love just love <laughs> yeah how 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 hard was that to accept <laughs> i didn't understand why people just they couldn't accept it i th- i think it was more you know western world that was beliefs it, that's as the well. thing it's like a west like in the western society it's very much there's time don't yeah. rush into anything yeah. like even now when we've when we've been married like the whole kid thing is like why would you have kids until you're 30 like focus on your career focus yeah. on getting a decent house first all and the like, boxes so you've got individual things to be ticked first yeah make sure that's what everyone keeps saying make sure you're doing your individual careers first getting really high up on them and we and don't we don't that, hate on those kids, who do that please don't think that we are you know bashing on you because that is not we just felt challenged by that we just feel challenged as our personal um thoughts are you know we don't 
want to have a race with anyone. We don't want to, you know, follow the Western world saying... Well, because there's, there's two cultures here and the contrast is actually yeah, so from being your interracial, culture, it's very... Being Filipino, yeah. there's different stuff going on. What was it, the difference between being Filipino was that actually as soon as we were married... Mm-hmm. It's like, where's the baby now? Get pregnant, yeah. get get work in your family. Yeah. Whereas the Western side was saying, you know, wait until you're 30. Wait. The Filipino side was saying, quick, go, 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 go. Go, go, go. And we were like, no, come on, we quick. want to have a bit of time to Multiply. enjoy life together. Multiply now. <laughs> we're married. We want to go on holiday. We want to go and do crazy stuff before we have kids for a few years. Yes. And, and I'm that's sure what people that's what we've done, relate you know? to that as well. Cool. But they also want to spend time together. So, yeah, we talked about the kind of early stages. Now let's talk about the stages when we've been living together and how that's kind of progressed because that's a whole different ball game changes things it changes so much (laughs) and you think you know when you're together and you get engaged and all this happily ever after thing happens no no (laughs) i mean i mean it happens but you must be you know you cannot believe that a marriage is constantly going to be happy yeah here's the here's the biggest challenge that we've we've found mm-hmm. is actually as a young couple you're gonna you're growing up through some of the biggest decisions in your life so you finish school you finish college you potentially decide on going to uni what career you want to go into into, into your life and where you want to live and there's some of the biggest decisions you're ever going to make in your life and you know it's and we've had to do them growing up together it's okay not to know them yeah, it really completely. is okay not to know them. I feel like don't put yourself don't, in a stress. But when you say that's like being one of the biggest challenges is actually having to make all those decisions together. Yeah, because it, you know, if it was just me, I would have these decisions would be easy, or Matthew would be like, if it was just me, I know, you know. Yeah, but we'd be, we'd be in very different places, wouldn't we? Yeah. But we don't want to look back on that as as regret. I think it's the understanding that in all of those decisions there has been, and it's. It's a word that I think is quite important in a relationship. It's compromise. And now hear me out. Like when I'm saying compromise, I mean that it's you're compromising for the good of the other person. Mm. So every time you compromise, you, you're doing it to the other person. Yeah, for the good of the other person. That's only going to work if it's an even thing. So mm. like we compromise about the same amount for each other. Yeah. So it might be like a decision. It might be something like this. Um, but... Yeah, if it's one way, then it's just not going to be a healthy relationship. And we're not saying that this is easy, okay? So we're not, like, preaching in that, oh, it must be this and you have to do this. Like, yes, this is what we have found that, you know, works. Yeah. Every, you know, other relationship, people will be like, compromise is great. It's not going to be that easy. <laughs> so um, yeah. the key thing is communication, basically. It's just like actually talking to someone (laughs) actually talking to that person be like yo this sucks what are you what yeah what are we gonna do (laughs) yeah it has hasn't it darling i don't don't quite like talking really openly it's only literally the last couple of weeks that i've got better at being more (laughs) vulnerable i guess and actually knowing what my feelings are i just had a i had a um like earlier we were were having a little walk around a lock it was it was very nice but i was just i was like brain fine <laughs> and I came up with a little ana- analogy for what the whole thing should be like and it kind of relates to us it definitely relates to us um but so it's a th- if you imagine a tent you go out and build a tent so in a tent you've got 
lots of different parts. You've got your ground sheet, your inner, your outer. And as a couple, you're going to build that tent. Now, you want to build it before the storm comes, before the rain comes. And they will so come. So you need to spend time building this tent. And actually, both of you might have a different vision for what that tent looks like. Mm. So you might be like, oh, I want it to be like really circular. I want mine to be really like quite high. And you know, I don't know, they, they could look different. Um, but the important thing is getting those poles in and getting it up so that you're going to be protected from that storm. So in that, you might be compromising on the shape slightly. It might not be quite exactly what you wanted, but you've got your tent up and you've started building that tent. That's mm. not finished though, because you need to start putting pegs in. So you need to put your pegs in to ground it. So there you're kind of, if you imagine each peg is like a interest. So for instance, I might be, in, I'm interested in climbing. I you're like climbing. In, you yeah. like climbing. Okay. So we, we put that peg in together. Mm-hmm. I like football. You don't like football. I don't like football. <laughs> <laughs> so I put that peg in on my own. What, yeah. other, what pegs do you have on your own? I like reading. There you go. Yeah. So, so I like got, cooking. Yeah. <laughs> so there's, we've got interests which, which we have together and we put those pegs in together. Some of them we put in individually. But in that, we're grounding that foundation of the tent down to the ground. Now, as you probably know, if you get really bad weather, those pegs are not going to do anything. And your mm. tent is going to go blowing away. Flying away. And at least in so, Scotland. I don't know if you've been camping, camping in Scotland. But <laughs> yeah. winds in your Scotland <laughs> will, uh, will blow your tent away. So the key thing there is getting the guidelines in. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you might have three or four on each side. And these are potentially things like you're kind of communication your trust you're being open with each other and, and, and honest mm-hmm. and here's the thing when a storm comes say it's coming from one side of the tent and it's blowing and blowing and blowing this hooli on the side of the tent one side of those strings goes really tight and the other side as the bit as looser. yeah as the tent kind of deforms to one side mm-hmm. the guy line on the other side goes a little bit looser and what i kind of saw in that is actually that sometimes in the storms and in the hard times there's one person who's really tight and is actually really kind of helping the other person out mm-hmm. and compromising for the other person. Whereas the person who's being really battered and has gone all slack and loose is kind of being helped out by that person. Yeah. Then you know the, cha- the wind's going to change and the next time it might be the other way. Next time it might be um, coming from right ahead. And actually... That they have to work together. It's really key that the, the compromising is happening on an equal amount. Because if the wind's yeah. coming from one side the whole time and it's just one person compromising, then that guy line's going to snap and yeah. you're going to be whew, flying yeah. away. Yeah. So <laughs> I'll just come up with an analogy. The tent, <laughs> the tent analogy by Matt. There <laughs> the you go. tent analogy because <laughs> Hopefully that's gonna help he likes to, I like well, tents. we like to camp <laughs> I literally, and he likes that's tents. That's literally why. It just came into my head. <laughs> and and he I'm just, <laughs> hopefully that makes sense. It probably doesn't. But So basically what he's saying is that compromise is key. And as long as it's equal. As long as it's equal. And it doesn't matter how old you are. You could be, you know, we could be us now, 19, like, you know, married from 19. And then now we're 24 and we are still doing that. And it's a constant thing. So it doesn't it doesn't matter how old you are. If you think that, you know, better then I'm sure you do. And you have loads to impart on us as well. And we'd be happy to listen to that. All we we can say is from our experience of going through being young and going through the, all those big decisions the work the career the you know just the the mate like yeah. huge decisions in our life yeah we've had to compromise but we've yes. done it for the good of the other person and that's meant we're in a really happy place right now mm-hmm. do you agree that yes i do agree and it also relates with our um like the world around us 
as is constantly changing. So well. that's awesome. Yeah. I think that's kind of an that's interesting it. thing on being young and in love. Yeah. If <laughs> um, you would like us to make, you know, make it longer, if you want us to talk about a specific topic, do yeah, let us give know. Us a shout. So just to sum it, sum it up, really, we talked about the early stages of being young and in love and how you're going to get lots of um, stigmas around it. There's going to be lots of questions and judgments thrown at you and you've just got to battle through it. Mm-hmm. Then there's the engagement process where we felt like there's a classic, you must be pregnant. <laughs> judgment, <laughs> but, constant judgment. Yeah. But that's okay. But actually we're staying true to what we believed in and that we loved each other. Mm-hmm. And then the kind of growing up period is just actually growing up together as a couple is not an easy thing it's so hard and mm. compromise we think is key matt's tent matt's no, tent remember matt's tent think about erecting matt's tent no, <laughs> that's, that's, sorry oh i always have to lower the tone anyway if you're listening to us and you know we've got quite a lower tone so there yeah. you go um brilliant but yeah that's that's that really mm-hmm. i can't remember how i ended it last time but I think we do something like, thanks for joining us in bed. Slide in again next time. That was Bed Talks Podcast. <laughs>